Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again? I'm back at it again, man. You know? Listen, it is time to talk. The New York Jets have a huge comeback victory against the Cleveland Browns. Jets beat the Browns 31-30. to All right? 31-30. to The Jets put it together. We're able to get themselves back into the game and handle business. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing the Jets' upcoming game as well uh, against the Bengals, so we're going to be talking about that too. There's so much to discuss. So let me go ahead and get into it again. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Okay? Your boy is also on iTunes as well. Go on iTunes. Okay? Search The Long Beach Joe Show. The Long Beach Joe Show. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on there and leave me some feedback. I want to thank everyone that does that. Give me a five-star rating. Let me know how you folks feel about what I'm doing over here on the show. How you folks, uh, what are your thoughts on it? I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank everyone that does that. Salute to everybody leaving leaving the positive feedback and everybody, you know, letting your boy know what's going on. All right? I'm also on Twitter as well, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay? Go on over to Twitter. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. The troll is under the bridge, and I will troll you right back, okay? I'll go back and forth. So go ahead and follow me on Twitter. My personal page is at YoungJ000, at YoungJ000, okay? And also, for those of you that want to see the show live, I'm being told by different people, you know, hey, Joe, we know, you know, you know these teams. You talk a lot about this football team. We enjoy that, but we didn't know you were so handsome. And I say, listen, thank you. All right, I'm not, I'm not arrogant. You know, I'm just a regular guy out here living my life. All right, people say, hey, Joe, we, you know, you're looking good out there. You're looking good. So if you want to come on by and see your boy, right, host the show live, go back and forth with the savages in the chat as well. Salutes to all the savages, Venom G's. So, so salutes to you as well. You want to know why I call my chat the savages? Because it's Listen, nobody is safe, man. Not even me, all right? They come after everybody. They're going to let you know what time it is, whether you want to know what it is or not. If they don't like your takes, they're going to let you know what's up, all right? Savage. Salutes to all the savages. Like I said, Venom, Angel. The Jet Show, salute so as well. Salutes to y'all. Again, hit me up, uh, you know, leave your, your questions or what you got to say as well in the chat too. We'll be coming to y'all as well. So, uh, yeah, come on by. Go to YouTube, type in, the, uh, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Long Beach Joe Jets. Hit that subscription button, all right? Subscribe to your boy and hit that notification bell so that when I post content, you folks will be in the hole. Also, give the... the the video's a thumbs up as well. I greatly appreciate that, you know? So, uh, listen, it's time to get into it, okay? Lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. And, boy, 
do we have quite a bit to discuss, okay? Listen, this New York Jets football team showed some resiliency in this football game. This New York Jets football team stepped up and showed everybody that it is not over until it's over, okay? They showed that we're not going to quit, not one bit. We're going to keep it pushing, and when, ad- when we face adversity, when things are looking like it's all going downhill, we'll collect as a group, we'll come out, and we'll still continue to handle business until, a- until the last whistle blows. And we'll push, and we'll continue to grind until we come out the victor, okay? What a victory by the New York Jets stepping up and stepping up. They did it. All right? Now, starting out, this was a, it was a little shaky starting out, all right? It was a little shaky, especially with these refs, okay? And we're going to be discussing that as well. There were some calls by these Cleveland Brown refs that were a little, little off, okay? Our first drive kind of sputtered a little bit. Tyler Conklin catches a ball going to the sideline. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, got out of bounds, got his feet down. Clearly to me it was a catch, okay? Clearly to me it was a catch, not just because I'm a Jets fan, but because I'm a logical person with eyes, all right? Well, they say it's not a catch. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. Robert Sulla immediately challenges, of course. We see the replays. We see everything that's going on. We can clearly see that there's green between Tyler Conklin's foot and the sideline. We can clearly see that. So that means he's got both feet down. He got one down, he drugged the other down, boom, fell out of bounds. They come back, and uh, they still say no catch. I'm shocked, right? So the New York Jets stall offensively on the first drive, and then we give the ball to the Browns. Now, we talked about our defense. Our defense looked phenomenal against the Ravens, looked unbelievable. In this game, not so much. (laughs) We'll be discussing that as well, all right? Now, the Browns get the ball, and on their first offensive drive early, they take the the rock 90 yards on their first drive and score a TD. They just drove all the way down the field. And I'm like, whoa, you know, this is kind of crazy here. You know, because, again, we haven't seen something like that this early. And, again, they were running hard as well. Nick Chubb, 17 carries for 87 yards. He had three touchdowns on the day. Kareem Hunt as well had 13 carries for 58 yards. Total, the Cleveland Browns rushed for 184 yards on us today. So I'm looking at this situation, and I'm going, okay, you know what? That was just an early drive. We saw it. Again, the Browns were also mixing it up. We saw them run the screens as well against us. That screen game was hitting us quite a bit as well. We're going to be discussing that too. And uh, they were handling business. You know, early they get the drive. They come out. They get the score. Then, you know, we see uh, we're able to kind of continue to get things going as well. The Jets kind of answered that situation on the next drive. We stalled a little bit offensively. We come out. Everybody thinks we're going to punt. We run a fake punt, okay? We're able to get a first off of that, and then the drive is capped off by a touchdown, capped off by a touchdown uh, by Garrett Wilson, a TD, and this was after a long Brees Hall run. That was huge, all right? So we answer back. We're getting going. We're really handling business as far as, that, as, far as the game's going. Now we're in the mode, okay? We're like, all right, you know, offensively we're getting some things going. We're pushing everything along. All right, this team is looking good. Then we came out. Amari Cooper, he scores a touchdown. 
Then we also see Clowney get a strip sack of Flacco as well. So things are kind of up and down. But the Jets were able to maintain themselves and hold on. Then right before the half, the, the Jets are able to put a drive together. Flacco finds Hall for a 10-yard TD score. Huge for the New York Jets. That ties it up 14-14 to 14 going into the half. That was huge. That was huge. And, again, that was part of showing your resiliency. Because if this staff was not in place, if this was Adam Gaze, we would have called it a day and uh, went into the half, not scored, and just, you know, been still reeling offensively. If this was Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles is notorious for this, for folding before the half, just giving up, okay? Just giving up, running the clock out. Look, let's take it into the, let's take it into the locker room, call it a day. He was notorious for doing that. This football team kept moving, kept grinding, kept pushing, said, no, we're going to put some drives together. We're going to get some offensive momentum. We're going to get this score before the half is extremely important. That's exactly what they did. So you go into the half, we're tied up 14 to 14. After the half, you know, the Jets come out, and we just kind of traded field goals with the Browns, you know. They hit one, we hit one as well. Greg Zerline hit a 57-yard field goal. Wow. That was huge. Because, again, we've seen Zerline be so up and down so far. To see him step out and hit that 57-yarder was good good for him and good on him. Because we need that. We need some type of continuity of kicker we need some type of stabilization with our kicker position because it's it's been up and down but if greg zerline can continue to perform we're in good good standing then we also saw the browns respond with two touchdown drives the first one chubb had a seven yard touchdown and then the second one which was which was the thing that really left the door open for the new york jets Chubb had a 12-yard TD, and again, Chubb on a day had a day against us, 87 yards on the ground. He also had three TDs as well. That put the score at 17 to 30. Now, watching this game live, I'm sitting back. I'm like, wow, I was kind of surprised that Chubb didn't just go down, and, you know, Cleveland could have just kind of let the clock run out because it was pretty close, you know, to that two-minute warning. We were, we were rolling up. They could have just ran the clock out and took the game. But when he walked in and scored, I said, that kind of opens the door for us still. We're still in a position where we can, if we can score and score quickly, we could end up taking this game, right? And even, again, when you hear the post-game reports and things, the coaches on the sidelines were telling the players that. Look, they just left the door open for us. It's not over. Let's grind. Let's gear up. Let's roll. This game is not over. And that's what I'm what – I, when I say that this coaching staff is different than the coaching staff that we've had in the, recent, in the recent past, I mean that. Because, again, if this was Bowles, if this was, if this was Gaze, if this was any of those guys that we've had completely fall on their faces here at the New York Jets, we'd easily lose this football game to the Cleveland Browns. Staff looked at this football team and said, listen here, it ain't over. You will not quit. We will continue to fight because we want W." And that's huge because if you want to push to the next level in this league, we talk about this all the time, building, getting talent, moving forward, competing for playoff spots, being better. If you want to be where the Ravens, where the Bills, where the Chiefs, where this, all these teams that we continue to name, if you want to be one of those big guys, it starts with heart. It starts with culture. It starts with attitude. It starts with you giving everything that you have until you ain't got no more. Until you ain't got no more. You go out and you watch a team like the Rams.
players like Cooper Cup, they give it until they ain't got no more. Until it's over, until that final whistle blows, they're going to continue to do what it takes to put themselves in the best position to win the football game. They're going to grind it out. And that's what we saw from this football team. So now with the score 17 to 30, the Jets have basically less than two minutes left. All right? Flacco comes out, drops back, looks around, and finds Corey Davis. Corey Davis, the man that I call when things are going awry, (laughs) calls Corey Davis. He hits Corey Davis, 66-yard touchdown, 66-yard touchdown from Joe Flacco. That puts the game 24 to 30. 24 to 30, all right? Jets keeping it moving. Then the Jets were able to kick the onside kick and were able to recover it. We turn around after recovery. Joe Flacco is able to put a drive together. All right. And Joe Flacco was solid on the day as well. 26 of 44, 370 yards and 307 yards and four TDs. All right. Flacco put a drive together. Then he hits Garrett Wilson for a 15 yard TD. Garrett Wilson was phenomenal on the day as well. All right. 102 yards, two TDs. And then we hit the extra point. That puts the Jets up 31 to 30. To close out the game, Aston Davis catches an interception from Jacoby Brissett. Game over, Jets win. What a big win by the New York Jets. What a gritty win by the New York Jets. Look at how we stepped up and showed that, look, until it's over, we're going to continue to fight and we're never going to give up. We're not going to stop. That's big, man. That was huge. This was a wonderful win by the Jets. Now, again, there were some things that, you know, could be worked on. Our defense got to get some things together. They were a little up and down this game. Miscommunications in the secondary we saw. But guess what? This football team showed heart. It showed grit. It showed everything that we hope to continue to show throughout the rest of this season. Everything that we need to ascend and be a better football team, this team showed yesterday. I'm just I'm hyped about this Jets football team. So now we're going to get to the lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in, okay, no matter where you're calling or no matter where you're watching me from, excuse me, please give the stream a thumbs up, all right? Also share the stream as well with your friends and your family. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe and hit that notification bell, okay? Also, the New York Jets have signed a wide receiver, Dante Spencer, to the practice squad and also released Ty Long, the punter, right? Braden Mann seems like he's, you know, been able to send, send people off and keep his job, all right, for the time being, all right, because Braden was able to make a play all right, and get us a first down. So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Also, if you want to hit the cash app is there, you want to hit the, uh, the, the super chat, uh, please hit the super chat. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated, all right? So we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number call in. First caller I am going to, it's my guy, Ted. We're coming to Ted. All right, we're coming directly to Ted. For those of you that do not know, Ted, oh, he's a savage. He's a savage. That's a straight savage. Salutes to you, Ted. I want to thank you 
for calling Thank in. You, Joe. Listen, my listen, my friend. We're coming off of a big win against the Browns. Give me your thought on the fight that this Jets team showed in this game, man. How did you feel watching this game? How did you feel watching the team never give up and continue to push and fight? Is my connection okay, firstly? Just want to make sure my connection is good. good. Okay, you're cool. Good, you're good. Um, <clears throat> anybody that Salah cannot prepare after the players fought from beginning to end, I mean, there were so many bright spots with, uh, you know, the obvious ones like Wilson and Flacco, and um, but the special teams playing, the offensive line gelling. Um, Miles Garrett, I don't know who he is, but he only made one sack, as far as I know, yeah. and Clowney made a strip sack, and to me that was Flacco's fault because he never moved. Uh, but the un- just the, just the players that, um, for example, Brandon Eccles, he came in for for sauce and he made two big breakups. The fourth down, um, played fourth down that they made a first down on, the fake punt, the onside kick special teams, uh, all those plays. Um, just it's great coaching. It's great execution. Mm-hmm. And anybody who says Mike LaFleur shouldn't be our offensive coordinator can go hit the road, as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, okay. Okay, Ted, talking that talk now. You're talking about Mike LaFleur. Like you said, there's been a lot of heat on him, a lot of heat on Mm -hmm. him as recent, right? Give me your thoughts on his offensive game plan as far as utilization of Garrett Wilson, right? You get the ball in a young guy's hands, and we see the explosive ability. How do you feel about Mike LaFleur, you know, really putting him to work in this game? Well, our, our tight ends can't catch, so we might as well we might as well go to a, a proven weapon like like Garrett. I knew when I knew when we drafted Garrett, he was he was going to be a good player. Pedigree is Ohio State. Uh, you know the quality competition that he plays. He was the best ball player, so I knew he had great hands and great um, leaping ability. Uh, but I could say Brees Hall was another one who also. He showed a burst. He's looked more comfortable. Uh, speaking of rookies, he looked more comfortable mm-hmm. um, doing the, uh, some of the uh, pass casting and some of the runs. But LaFleur was great. The offensive, I mean, he can go. I think LaFleur went through, was able to go through most of our playbook and, and, mm-hmm. and probably have no issues with protection. Uh, maybe some because you know they chipped Clowney and and they probably chipped um, Miles Garrett quite a bit, but I mm-hmm. believe Lafleur had the full playbook. And I'm going to say this now: if we can win the next two weeks, I don't know if uh, Zach Wilson's going to see the field right away. Whoa, 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 whoa! Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Hold on. We'll, we'll get. Yes, sir. We'll get to that in a second. I, I don't know if that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. We'll come back to that. But just <laughs> sticking with this game. All right, sticking with this yes, game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now yes, I want to get your thoughts on this because I, I was shocked. Again, we got two minutes left in the game, and you see Corey Davis catch that 66-yard touchdown, right, wide open by himself. What were you thinking in that moment? 
Unfortunately, I had the unfortunate experience of watching that on Red Zone because I don't have the NFL package. I'm in Florida. So basically, mm-hmm. I caught it on Red Zone and I went to my favorite pirated YouTube stream, uh, stream on Reddit, got back into the game live um, just in time for the onside kick. And I was watching with a Cowboy fan, a friend of mine who was a Cowboy fan. And um, it was just. It was bizarre that he was that wide open. But I'd say, Joe, there's so many weak defenses in the NFL. I've never really seen defenses be that no lead is safe. I, I, there's probably yeah. two or three good teams that have good defenses. The Bills, uh, the Chiefs maybe. There's not many teams. I mean, you see all these comebacks and all these breakdown and coverages. I, I don't think any lead is safe. I don't care what game. You could play any team you want. Yeah. You're in any game. And no lead is safe. Did I answer the question? Sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, yeah, going I, off listen, on there was a, no, there, there was a lot of touchdowns. I mean, a lot of a lot of comebacks. We saw that. I think the Cardinals had a comeback. Uh, I think yep. the Dolphins had a comeback as well. Yeah, there was a lot of comebacks on the day. But to see the New York mm-hmm. Jets be able to get a W in this fashion is huge because again, in the recent in the past, we would have seen this team mm-hmm. crumble and they would have fell apart. Yeah. You know, and it was just really yeah. surprising to see that. Now, when you go over to the defensive side of the football. There's a lot of question marks there. And mainly, I'm seeing a lot of miscommunications within the secondary. And we saw that again in this game. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner, again, it seems like, I don't know what's going on with him and Sauce, but we're seeing them give up, you know, points because there seems to be miscommunications. What are your thoughts about LaMarcus Joyner and his play at safety in this game? Hmm. Yeah, we had to have Ashton Davis make the final play for once. (laughs) Whoever Ashton Davis is, I mean, he just – he he reappeared and had a pick. Maybe we should put him in a little bit more. Um, Joiner, maybe they're just trying to get themselves communication-wise together. I mean, Sauce is a rookie. I'm not blaming him for anything, but they just need some time together, just like the offensive line, just like the offensive line. The more they play together, the more the consistency, hopefully, um, we have. And I think – I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but we're playing a team with the weakest offensive line probably in the NFL right now um, yeah. this week. And I, I have no reason to think we couldn't win the next two games because the next game mm. after that is Trubisky. Is Trubisky. Okay. And I won't go with the Zach Wilson take anymore. But, hey, Joe, I mean, my friend with me, I mean, after the um, Browns scored a touchdown, it was a mm-hmm. 0.1% chance of a win. So it was, yeah. things just came together. And But I'd say, Joe, a lot of good coaching to, to get the onside kick, to bat it, yep. to bat it back in the field. And, and, and one more thing. Uh, sorry, Joe. I'm, I'm kind of manhandling the, uh, the talk. No, go ahead. Go ahead. On the – on the play, when Jacoby Brissett got the ball and ran and scrambled, the next play, they put two men to spy Jacoby Brissett to make sure he didn't run out of the pocket. And then that's when Ashton Davis got the uh, – I think they only rushed one defensive tackle, and they bracketed mm-hmm. so he wouldn't run out of the pocket and, and get the 10 or 15 yards to try the field goal. And then and Brissett yeah. – and let me say, Brissett played a good enough game to win. That poor guy, I felt I felt bad for that guy because 
he had a great mm. he had an excellent game and he lost the game. Mm. Okay, well, listen, I'll take a W anyway. I can get. <laughs> you can play as yes, well sir. as you yes, like. Sir. You know, res- respectfully, I like you know Jacoby's a good guy, right? But play as well as yes, you sir. like. But if you facing if you're facing my team, okay, if you're not wearing a green jersey. I'm sorry, but I got to give you a thumbs down. You know what I'm saying? I got to give you a thumbs down. <laughs> I'm giving you a thumbs down. I need a W, okay? It's our time, okay? We've been we've dealt with a lot of stuff in the past, a lot of bad seasons and stuff. I need a W on my side. Now, going to this upcoming Bengals game, because you started to talk about it a bit, how important mm-hmm. is it for this coaching staff to have this young team get its head on together, right? We're coming off a big victory. How important is it? for them to focus this team and get them ready to go against the Bengals. Do you think that this coaching staff will be able to competently do that? Find out Sunday. But uh, Bengals are 0-2. They're in a must-win situation. They're desperate. Uh, but we're maybe a team on the rise. If we could string a couple wins together, I mean, who the heck knows, really? I yeah. There are so many... I mean, the Titans are 0-2, the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati's 0-2, the teams that you thought the Colts are 0-1-1, the teams that you thought were were going to be good are have started very poorly. So if we can come out and then we get to our weak part of our schedule, supposedly weak part of our schedule, um, which happened to include the Lions and the Jaguars, and they look better than I thought, um, we'll see what happens, Joe. We'll see. It's so yep. – it's exciting. It's very exciting. We have a young team. We have some mix of nice veterans in there. And the sky's the limit right now. I thought the same thing last year, but I feel more confident of what I've seen, I mean, this week, this past week. I don't want to overreact to, to one week, but if we can just string another one together, then we can go on a roll technically, I think. And so, and like you said as well, so you feel like if we get another W against these Bengals, you're thinking about continuing to sit Zach Wilson. I want to hear it because I'm going to put your feet to the fire there. I'm going to put your feet mm-hmm. to the fire before, you let, before I let you go. That's what you're thinking. You're thinking if we beat the Bengals, you just continue to sit Zach Wilson. I think if Flacco performs the way he performed and the offensive line performs the way they performed and you see these guys getting open like uh, Elijah Moore and Garrett and these guys are open because the offensive line is given time, I don't know if they want to change that right away. I don't, I'm not sure they want to go – if we're 4-1, and one, God willing, I'm not sure if they're going to say, hey, Zach, okay, your time, and then we have to wait till Zach gets up to speed in a game or two. It may take them a while to get going. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure they would be willing to do that. I'm not, I'm not 100% well, I, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, my, my outlook on it is this, and I, and I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but Sulla mm-hmm. definitely has reiterated to the media constantly that week four is the earliest that Zach can come back, and when he comes back, he, he's literally said it, you know, we're going to put him in there. I don't think that Zach is – is to be sat if he's fully healthy and ready to go. Because, again, if he's mm-hmm. who we believe him to be, right? Mm-hmm. We did shows the entire offseason. Everybody told me that Zach Wilson was going to be a top 15. I said top 15. There are, everybody's saying top 10. Some people even mm-hmm. calling in saying top five, right? If he is who you believe he is, then why would you sit that on the sideline? 
This is the guy that every you're four and one. year that we have everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, you got to figure out yeah. who he is though, because he's the young guy I, that you took high draft. He's supposed to be your franchise mm-hmm. quarterback. If you believe that he's mm-hmm. going to be top ten, I remember you calling in saying you thought he was going to be a top quarterback in this league as well. If you believe mm-hmm. that, then you put that out there. He's practicing mm-hmm. right now. The coaching staff, you know, you believe in the coaching staff. You said that as well. They should be able to have him ready. And he should be able to go out there and perform and see what he has. If Zach Wilson is fully healthy, win or loss against the Bengals, he needs to be out on that field immediately. Because you need to know what he is. You need to know what he's not. And especially when you look at, let's just talk about the contract situation. These quarterbacks Mm -hmm. are getting paid out of wazoo. We all know that. Okay? Lamar is going to get his money eventually, and he's going to get a big bag. Uh, you look at guys like Patrick Mahomes, who's getting paid crazy amounts of money. He owns half of, half of Kansas City, right? Josh Allen, you getting paid. All these guys are getting paid. You need to know exactly what a quarterback is before you fully invest in him the way that you have to invest in him now. Because if you do not know everything, any the less the least when Zach is not out on that field, right? Every snap Zach does not play. That's a, that's more that you don't know about him. I need to know I everything. Agree. Because if he's the guy, if I, he's not the guy, mm-hmm. then I need to know that. Because if you invest mm-hmm. in somebody that's not the guy, whoo, it'll it'll blow you away for years to come. I'll give you the last oh, word, yeah. uh, Ted, before I let you go. All right, Joe. Joe, I can't disagree with anything you said, and I, and I agree with that theory. But I think it's going to be hard for them at four, if they go 4-1 and one, to say – Maybe to think twice about putting Wilson in and be like, well, okay, we're, we're, we have a, some mojo here. But I get it. I get it. You have to think about what's oh. best for the team, the franchise, and everything else. So yeah. I, I understand. I understand. And that's the theory that yeah. I, I, I agree with. I agree with that. But I'll let you go, Joe. I don't want to take up uh, yeah. Hold on. B- 50 minutes. Go, I can stay you, on, though, if you want no. me to. <laughs> before I, before you go, give me your final, uh, give me your score prediction for the Jets Bengals. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Uh, I didn't really think too much about the score. I would say I know the Jets are going to win that game. That's no problem. Mm-hmm. I would, okay. and maybe a pick six or a defensive touchdown. I'm going to call it now. Definitely on this one. Okay. Uh, let's go. Okay. Uh, 24-17. Jets. 24-17. Okay. Yes, sir. Listen, Ted, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. You have yourself a good one, all right? You too, Joe. Have a great evening. Thanks, as always. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. Listen, we're going to continue on with the lines. I want to hear from y'all. All right? We already got people saying, look, if Flacco's beat these Bengals, we continue on. Continue to sit Zach Wilson. We'll see. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salute to everybody. Lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know Rusty. Salute to you, man. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Rusty, Jets come off of a big win against the Cleveland Browns, 31-30. to 30. 
How are you feeling about this, man? How are you feeling about the performance of Garrett Wilson, man? What are your thoughts about him going out there and putting on the performance that he did? Hey, salute, Y'all right? Just salute, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not bad. It's a good thing, Garrett actually. Wilson, I'm so up. Garrett Wilson, I'm so up. In a good way. In a good way. I'm going to get my greens and got to stay healthy. That's how it goes. Wilson got Yo. choked up. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You you caught me off of. I, I wasn't expecting to be next. That was awesome. That was a good surprise. I was just getting my healthy dose of greens in for gangrene. Oh right, man. Right. <laughs> it is what it is. So, what's up, boy? Give me, give me salute. Give me your thoughts about uh salute. about Garrett Wilson and the way that he played. Man, 102 yards, two TDs. What are your thoughts? He looked like he was playing for my state again. I love oh, the Ohio State Buckeyes, and that's how he was. But you know, he—he's that. The thing that scares me too is when he, you know, makes those crazy cat catches. That's what he looks like, you know, when he's just exposed all the way. You know, he—he yeah. he got pushed right out of bounds. That was scary for me. I—I I don't know, man. I immediately thought the worst and just hoping for the best. Like that, he got the wind knocked out. But yeah, he was playing with his hands and head on fire and his legs. And then I loved it too after the game. You know, he after you know he dropped that one pass across the middle. He's on the machine right after the game. So yeah. trying to not you know make that same mistake again and just getting those hands muscle memory back. So very yeah. very happy with so what's we, going. Yeah, I, I am as in that, well, so, in that department. Thing, <laughs> yeah, a, a big a big a big thing for me was watching the resiliency and the fight of this football team, right? Watching them not give up. Because, again, as you know and everyone else knows that that's huge Jets fans, we watch this game or watch this team consistently. In the past, other coaching staffs would have basically kind of mailed, mailed things in, right? Especially going into the half. I don't think we, you know, try to push for a score if Bowles is our head coach or if Gaze is our head coach. Uh, continuing to push, knowing that, hey, look, when, when Chubb ran that in, hey, the door's still open for us. Let's continue to fight. What are your thoughts about the fight that this coaching staff showed and how it just kind of bleeds in to the threads of this football team? What are your thoughts about the leadership shown by this coaching staff as well in this game against the Browns? Well, we the one thing that we do have, and we saw it last year, is we have that fount, uh, that, fount, that fight built into our foundation. You know? Like, mm-hmm. We've saw that a lot. The guys have no quit in them. And then, you know, they Browns literally let off the throat a little. I couldn't believe that Chubb ran it in. I'm a, yeah. I'm a time I'm a time management junkie, if you will. And I'm a, I'm like a clock, you know. So it I was just looking at that, I'm like, no way. They the, I was expecting him joiner to grab Chubb and throw him into the end zone actually. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, No, don't hit him out of bounds. But Yeah. I mean, it aligned, and uh, it, it worked out for sure. Yeah, it did work that out. Was beyond the static for that. that. Yeah, we saw that things, again, continue to turn around. Less than two minutes left, the Jets were able to get two scores. Now, when you saw Corey Davis catch that 66-yard touchdown, man, what was, your, what was your reaction to it? What were your thoughts? I started laughing. I honestly did because I was like, oh, there's those junk points. I, I swear to God, I've got to keep it real, you know? And I was like, you know, come on, man. You know, like, really? And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just that, uh, it was like, the, I, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. It was like, 
Watch him get it. Watch him actually get it. And the horrible thing about being, you know, like a jet, and there's nothing bad about. Well, I'm not pushing bad on it. I should say it's just like, be like, yeah, we get the onside kick, and then you know we'd fumble it type of deal, you know. And then we got the yeah. onside kick, and then I really started laughing. I swear to God, I really was. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. Went down the field, no timeouts, got a touchdown, and then I started laughing harder. I was like, here we go with our field goal kicker, and they made yeah. it. And then, yep. and then they like time on the clock and, you know, the same type of thing. And then lo and behold, who comes out of it and only played one one play the whole entire game was Ashton. And he just comes over and just snatches it. Jamal would have yeah. dropped that. It would have hit him in his face, in his <laughs> elbow, and his everywhere else, and it just would have went all over the place. And I, I, was, I, I couldn't believe it. And then he slid, yeah. and I was like, please, please, why don't you kneel? And then he kneeled again, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. I just thought, I was like, oh, my God, we won. It didn't hit me. And then I just started seeing the Cleveland Browns fans on their YouTube channels. Oh, my God, the mm-hmm. bucket of tears. I filled them up so much, Joe, and I was drinking them. My thirst was not quenched. I was going ham on them. I was like, yeah, this is for 86. Remember that? Remember 86? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rusty, Rusty getting after people, man. Rusty is getting oh, after people. Oh, yeah, I was twisting the place. I didn't care. <laughs> I don't like how 
we've, we're basically doing line shifts and hockey on our defense, like on the piece. I don't like that, man. Like, why, why can't we just put, you know, rotate in, uh, what do you call it, Clemens and uh, Jermaine? You know, why, why isn't that a thing? Why, why do we always have to switch up everybody and do, like, this weird 50% thing? Like, you've you got to build your sweat up. you got to build the bond up. You have to get, you know, angry at the other guys across the line, and then that's how you build up tenacity. Like, we walked out that Miles Garrett only had, or whatever the heck his name, he, he only had literally one play, you know, even though it was a sack and it was for a loss, but we kept him for one. But, like, how – how are we this gung ho defense? And you can see it. We have killers. I just don't. It's there's there's like the leash is kept on. You know what I mean? Like take the leash off. Don't even put your yeah. hands in nothing. Just let them go savage. You know, like I. Yeah. That's the one thing that I do not like. It it makes zero sense to me. It's just you know release the krakens. We don't have one kraken. We have krakens. We have tons of them. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and that's yeah. all they have to do. And it just seems like they're afraid to pull the trigger. It's like the kill shot's there. Oh, I don't know, man, the wind. It's like, just take the shot. Just take the shot. And we're not doing it. We lucked out yesterday. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. and I, and I mean, it's fight, Kobe too. It's was, a little like, bit of luck and determination. Yeah, there was – and, again, I know a lot – there's a lot of Jets fans I've had discussions that are like, hey, man, we want to see more Carl Lawson. What's going on with him? Again, it's, I know it's just week two. Carl did have a lot of pressures, but, you know, Jacoby was yeah. moving out there. Again, he had 43 yards rushing. And I told people about this, that, like, he's not, like, speed like Lamar Jackson. He's not going to take off. Him. No. But he's a plotter, man. He can move. He'll, he'll kill you. out the way. He'll get you and something. kill you. you know, yeah, he'll, he'll find a way to get there. You know, he's not, like, an yeah. unbelievable runner, but he, he can move. And he, he did his thing, so he kind of scurried away from pressures here and there as well. And now, the dude actually knows football, day. too. He's a smart quarterback. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, man. Go for it. I was hoping we got him yeah. at backup, honestly. But, <laughs> I mean, know, it's what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yep. So, so now we're looking at this Bengals game coming around the corner. And how, how important is it to you that this coaching staff get these young guys' heads on straight and get them ready for the Bengals? Because, again, there's a big win against the Browns. That's great. But the Bengals don't care that we just beat the Browns. How do you think that this coaching staff will be able to get this young team focused and get their heads turned around to focus on the Bengals in this upcoming football game coming off this big win? I sure as heck hope so. They talk a big game. You know, we're going to see. We, this week, we're going to see. Because last week, last week, last year, it was after we, you know, we smacked around a good team or a solid team or yeah. a team we weren't supposed to beat or beat. We go, like, what, 0-4 yeah. after them or something like that? Something ridiculous? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you you know this is one foot after the other you 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 know you you have we we have to win this game you know everyone could laugh about it and stuff but you know this is a must win this is a must win for a young team this is like you know to show I got receipts too man you know I want to see the, I'm gonna I'm gonna cash in that grit receipt you know I got that grit <laughs> yeah. we're gonna see yeah. you know so we're gonna see how much true grit we got you know see if it's a hungover you know go ahead go to the strip clubs drink with your friends do what you got to do on the Monday but you know you you better not have a hangover when it comes to game day and that whole work week so I, yeah. that, this is gonna be a true testament to this young team I hope we you know I'm, I'm pulling for us of course no doubt I'm a savage. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel that we, you know, we should absolutely. Yeah. The, the freaking the the Bengals line is garbage. You know, to be nice about yep. it. And yep. if we can't do anything with that, I don't know. Ulbrich's got. I don't know. 
there's there's got to be some heads with Ulbrich or Sala or something. I mean, yeah, that's unexcusable. If we we have to, we should get four sacks minimum next week. Ooh. And that's not even cons- okay. I'm saying, you know, if you look at it, he got 13 okay. times in two games. That's me being nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. so, so yeah. before I let you go, Rusty, because you're spitting some facts, give me your final score prediction, Jets, Bengals. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Oh, Joe, you know I don't do that, but this game matters way too much for me to to do that. I can't. But uh, there will be blood, and I see Clemens taking people out. I don't know. I see B's down, J's up is what I see. Give me a score, man. Come on, Rusty. Give me a score. You got to give me a score. Give me something. Come on. 29-13 us. Ooh, 29-13 Jeff. Yeah. And we're gonna get a we're gonna get a pick six in there or a fumble return or something weird. Something's gonna happen or a block All kick. Right. Something. Okay. Something. Okay. Listen, Rusty, I gotta slide off. I got a lot of callers. I wanna thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. You too. Shout out, Joe. Let's go, Jets, and salute to the Savages. Love you guys. You're all awesome, salute. Joe. You too. Salute. Thank you so much. Listen, Rusty calling in with some takes. We're gonna continue to get to these phones again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five. Six zero two nine sixty nine is the number. Call in wherever you watch me from. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Also subscribe if you have not subscribed and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Again, lines are hot. Please be patient. We will get to everybody. Okay. Next, we're going to my guy BK. Chris, Steve, you'll be next. BK, we're coming directly to you. Salutes, BK. It's good well, to see up, you man? in here. For those of you that do not know, bro, BK. <laughs> Salutes to you, BK. Listen, man, what's going on, man? Look, we are talking Browns, Jets. We got a big win, man. When you look at this game, who is your offensive MVP for this football game with the Jets, man? Uh, Joe Flacco. Mm, Okay. Talk about it. Tell me why. Yeah. He, I mean, he had four touchdowns. He he spreaded the ball around. Um, he was able to run for a first down for a change. That was big. You know, that pass, that last pass, man, was on the money. When you look at it from a different angle, that was a great pass. Mm-hmm. So he just he just played lights out, and he was always composed throughout the, throughout the whole uh, game. So it's Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Joe Flacco for you. I don't know if you have me on speaker. We're coming a little bit closer to your phone. But, yeah, Joe okay, Flacco, cool. is look, look, mm-hmm. he looked good, man. He looked good, like you said, as well. I think he had – 307 throwing the ball, had four touchdowns. He really put in the work Mm -hmm. there. But what are your thoughts about Garrett Wilson, man? Because, again, we talked about coming into this game, everybody was on Mm -hmm. top of Michael LaFleur saying, hey, you need to utilize this young guy more often. He's explosive. We see it. He comes Mm -hmm. into this game, man, and puts on a show. Give me your thoughts about his performance against these Browns, man. Man, like they were saying, it seems as though, he is the game is not too big for him. He seems very focused and mature. Uh, his talent yeah. level is through the roof, though. I mean, he, it really is, man. And um, I, I, he's going to be a problem for any team that we face. That, yeah, he's a yeah. he's a star. He, he's going to be a star, definitely. You, you can see it. You see you see the way he moves on the field and where he goes after the ball. He attacks the ball. Yeah, yeah. You're talking facts right there. Now we go over to the mm-hmm. defensive side of this football of this football team and. Uh, there were some questions. <laughs> some questions about yeah, the was. defense and the performance against was. these Browns. 
BK, were you surprised that the Jets' defense gave up 184 yards on the ground to these Browns? Were you surprised that they were able to run on us that much? No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, their line is, is strong, man. The Browns got a strong line. Mick Chubb is the top running back in the league. Kareem Hutt, you know, the dude, he gets busy too. So I knew that they'll have a tough time playing them in in, in Cleveland. I mean, anybody that see how they run the football, they play a game of strength. And so that mm-hmm. was going to be difficult for our team, especially now in, in game in, in the second game of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I, like I said, uh, you know, Chubb really had a day, 84, 87 yards, and I think three touchdowns. I was, uh, you know, they got moving, especially, again, with Jacoby having the 43 yards mm-hmm. rushing. That kind of added on yeah. to it. I yeah. was a little shocked, but what shocked me more was it seems like the continued miscommunications within the secondary, and it seems like most of it is on LaMarcus Joyner. This guy, I don't know what's going on with him, but these past games, he's been getting lost mm-hmm. in coverage. Getting beat yes, and stuff like that. Been. What are your thoughts about? Yep. What are your thoughts about his play at safety, man? So far, uh, my thoughts is my thoughts is that he shouldn't be there. I was telling someone the other day, <laughs> the I was working with, I was like, I, I was like, yo, listen. I was telling this guy the other day. I said, listen, before the game, I said, because I actually went to the first game. I said, you yeah. need to play Ashton Davis, even though I'm not a huge Ooh. fan of him. He can put. He, yeah. he has he has given athleticism to where you can play like mm-hmm. center field. I mean, he's not he's not the best option. Well, Marcus Jordan is done. Yeah. I mean, we see that. The guy couldn't even tackle. Oh, he's going to be a problem for them. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, for the next game, that's going to be a little, that's a little concerning, the fact that he's back there playing free safety. Mm. Okay. Okay. Look, yeah. now we can go into the next game with you because you kind of talked a little okay. bit about it as well. Do you think that this Jets pass rush will be able to get after Joe Burrow, man? Because a lot of people talking about, you know, this this Cincinnati Bengals offensive line is weak. Do you think that they will be able to rebound off of – because we only have one sack against the Browns. Are you mm-hmm. expecting you know, more sacks? Are you expecting – a lot of people saying over four. Are you expecting over four sacks from the Jets' defense against the Bengals? I would say about maybe three to four sacks. Three to four sacks. Because one thing that he does do at times, he gets the ball out quick. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're they going to try to do that in this particular game. Um, but we mm-hmm. should be able to get to him three or four times. What we need to do is get a turnover, though. That's the most important. That's what I see, getting a turnover. Yeah, that is what it's about is getting turnovers, and we yes, absolutely got to take the ball away. And, you know, like you said as well, yes, getting sir. it back in the hands of our of our offense, mm-hmm. you know, be able, be able to go out there and make plays. Now, what are you expecting from the Jets' offense against the Bengals? Are you expecting to see Garrett Wilson come out and really have another big performance against the Bengals' uh, secondary as well? Well, you know, they're going to they're gonna pretty much try to game plan for that. So it all depends on how they move him around, you know. I mean, I, I would try to move move uh, Gary Wilson around a little bit because I think there's some holes in there in their secondary. But uh, I think the attack should be a, a one of just trying to dominate the line of scrimmage and running the football. Our backs, our backs are good. They catch the ball in the backfield. So getting the ball into the yeah. backs' hands and then – in the red zone going up top to the two receivers we have, the two big ones, which is Gary Wilson and, and Corey Davis. Okay, okay. So, running the, so my running the football, question, I would say, would be – I'm sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. No, no, go, you, go ahead. Finish your point. You said running the football is, is what? Yeah, yeah, no, running the football will be key in this game because, you know, you don't want to give this offense an option because they can score. They can. They, they can they, they can come – they can be down and they can come right back. So just controlling mm-hmm. the clock, running the football, and beating them up on, on outside of the ball. 
Yeah. So my final question before I let you go, BK, because you've been bringing some heat now. Got some good takes. Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I think the Jets will put up 27 points, and I think they're going to put up probably 23. Um, but we'll, we should, we should okay. win that round 27. I, I see that for us because we got enough firepower to score anywhere on the field. I really believe that now. Mm. Okay, okay. Listen, he said 27-23 Jets. All right. <laughs> Listen, BK, I got some other callers, man. I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Most definitely. Have a good one, brother. All right, have a good one, man. Salutes. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Salutes to the savages in the chat. Randilla, Anthony, salutes to you as well. Salutes to Rusty. Salutes to Nathan. NY Jets FL. NY Jets FL says, I'm thinking five sacks, a strip sacks, and a pick six. That's what he's thinking about the Bengals. Salute to him. Salute to him. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody in the chat again. All the savages. I'm all about it. Again, the lines are open. 515-602-9639. The lines are hot. Please be patient when you call in. We'll get to everybody next. I'm going to my guy, Chris. Steve, you'll be next. Salutes, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Listen. We are talking Jets. Browns, what's going on, man? Give me your thoughts about this Jets win against the Browns. How are you feeling about this coaching staff just continuing to push and fight with the players to get back in this game and get a W? Man. What are your thoughts about us uh, coming back and getting a win against these Browns, man? I'm, I'm ecstatic. Uh, this is the kind of games that we usually lose, and I won't yeah. apologize for winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, a win is a win. A win is a win. That's what I keep telling people. Talk to them, Chris. I keep telling people that they don't want to hear me. Go ahead, man. Yeah, they don't want to hear I'll be, me. I've been singing that. I've been singing that 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 uh, Selena Gomez song. I won't apologize. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I went. I won't apologize for this. No, no, not once. Because yeah, these, 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 these are the time. These these are the these are the type of games that we lose. They lose. And mm-hmm. the thing is that we actually came back and, and won, and we got the bounce of the ball, and we won these these type of games. So uh, hats off to Robert Sala and um, his his team, and you know defense didn't come through. But I mean NFL is hard to win, man. So you know sometimes you got to get lucky, and it, we got we got we got the bounce of the ball, and you know we're ready to go, man. So I mean the defense sure. played, you know, didn't play good, and the run defense didn't play that well, but. I mean, you know, this is it's a team game. That's why they say football yeah. is the ultimate team game because sometimes the offense is not good. Sometimes the defense is not mm-hmm. good. Each side of the ball is supposed to pick each other up. So next week maybe it's the defense that picks up the offense, you know. So yeah. let's go. No, you you talk, you talking absolute facts now, Chris. Let me tell you something. That boy Flacco had 307 yards in this game, four TDs. <sighs> what are your thoughts about his performance, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? This, a lot of people was This is what I said Joe about Paco. the NFL. Yeah. You know so this is what I said about the NFL. <laughs> this is this and, and 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 here listen to me. Um all these teams that are paying these quarterbacks millions of dollars, right? And and mm-hmm. they don't have mm-hmm. a team around them, they're not winning. You have good quarterbacks, oh. but if you have a quarterback that's taking up thirty five percent of your salary cap, you can't put a team around them. And I think that Joe Flacco, when he was good, he had a team around him. 
he had he had uh, some really good receivers. He had tight ends. He had an offensive line. So when he took the money, he, when he got the bag, that's when you started to see the downfall of of of, of Joe Flacco. You know, it's going to happen with Josh Allen too. He's going to get exposed when he gets that when he gets the bag. He's going to get exposed because he's not going to have the same amount of talent around him. You know, so mm. you know that's why Brady. That's why Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of time. Why? It's not because he's the greatest time. Because he knows what to take. He knows to surround himself with good players, and he takes a certain amount of salary at the salary cap, so he puts the team around him, you know? And that's that's mm. why Tom Brady wins all the time. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I'm just happy that Joe Flacco went out there and handled business, okay? He made the throws he needed to make. He was chucking the football around. We saw him find Garrett Wilson early and often. And oh, boy, man. did Garrett Wilson put on a show, man. Give oh, me your man. thoughts about this young guy getting listen, the football listen, in his listen, hand, listen, absolutely showing listen. out, man. I'm I, was I'm so, I was so nervous and in the draft. When the Falcons came up, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, we're going to miss on Garrett Wilson, man. And when they, mm. when they took that wide receiver out of UFC, I was so, I was so happy because I knew that 10th yeah. pick was going to be Garrett Wilson. From Ohio mm. State, like everybody was talking about, the uh, the guy from uh, Detroit, the guy the Detroit guy in, in from Alabama, Garrett Wilson beat yeah. him out. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he couldn't get on the field because Garrett Wilson was so good. Garrett Wilson is a student of the game. He knows he. I knew he was going to be. You you can tell a real football going somebody's going to be a star, man. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. knew Garrett Wilson. He studies the game. He's a student of the game. And then you could see from the shout out to all the uh, the Jets. You know yourself and all the. Pro- the Jets content producers, because they showed in the mm. game, in, in the in the Ravens game, if they actually threw the ball again, they probably would have won. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking That's some facts. That's the dog, and we, man. You know, he, everybody, he, he, every, he's everybody dog. got he's on. He's a dog. Yeah, every, everybody got on Mike LaFleur immediately. We were all, at least I was, I was talking like, <laughs> hey, get the ball in the hands of Garrett Wilson. What did you draft him 10th overall for if you're not going to mm-hmm. utilize him? And we saw – there was a concerted effort to get the ball in in, uh, in Wilson's hands in this game, and boy, did he show out. Now, going to the defensive side of the football with you, what are your thoughts about this Jets defense only getting one sack on the day against the Browns, man? How are you feeling about that? See, this is so like this. This is what I said. I mean, you got to give credit to credits due. You got to give credit to the offensive line of the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. So you got to give credit to yeah. them. Um, they played a great game. You know, you got to give credit mm-hmm. to them. Um, the Jets' offensive line did, can automatically destroy the Ravens' offensive line um, the the other mm-hmm. day. But um, you got to give credit to the to, to them. I mean, um, you know, Nick Chubb is a is a monster, man. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he is. I mean, he is. him him. Both both guys are like really strong running backs. So, I mean, when you have that that kind of uh, a running backs behind you, it's just, I mean. I mean, like I said, shout out to the Cleveland guys, man. Just give them credit, man. They won that. They won the, the trenches in that in that game. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. But I, I, I have confidence. I have confidence in our pass rush. I would have liked to mm-hmm. see a little bit of more of the um, Bryce Huff, but I didn't see him that much. I, I, I would like to see Bryce Huff a little bit more because I think Bryce mm-hmm. Huff on third down is a little bit quicker, and he and he he mm-hmm. rushes the pass in, and he has speed. I would like to see Bryce Huff more on third down. That's what I would yeah, just say. I mean, but the you know, 
But I mean, yeah, they, 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 they got to make him active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, Nathan Shepard, man, he he looks. You know, those guys on the defensive tackles, man, letting the guys run that much, yeah. we might have a problem against yeah. the Patriots and other teams that like to run the football. So, you know, yeah. I mean, we got $10 million, and Sue's still out there. So, <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, I mean see, we'll, we'll see who we grab yeah. going forward. But like you said, you know, we got yeah. to we gotta stop that run because we do play some teams this year that are a very strong run team. And, again, the Browns have a phenomenal running game. Their offensive line yeah, right. is really good. But uh, we, you know, we can't get. We got to slow it. We got to slow it down. But again, this defense has shown. Mm-hmm. You know, they played very well against the Ravens, who have a strong running game as well. I think the Ravens only have like sixty-three or sixty-four yards total against us on the ground. So, before I let you go, Chris, listen, we got this game yep. upcoming against the Bengals. Give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and Bengals? It's gonna be a tough game, man. Um... You know, um, I think that the Jets win this game, but it's not easy. You know, I think we okay. come back. Uh, I think okay. we, I think we, we, we take some. Um, I think we take a pounding and a thing, and in the first two count, I, I think it's thirty-one twenty-four Jets. Uh, the reason okay. why I think I think Jamal is going to come out. Okay. Tell us but why here's what here's. Here's what I here's what I think. We will see the tight ends this week. We will see mm. the tight ends emerge this week. And okay. I I think okay. I think we will see that. I I think we will see because everybody's going to be focused on Garrett Wilson uh this week. They'll be they, you know, Juzamo be out this will be active this week. Um mm-hmm. I think we will see the tight ends emerge this week. I think we will see the power of these two tight ends. This is their mm-hmm. game. And I think that uh, I think okay. that, that we're going to win thirty-one to twenty twenty-four. It'll be a close battle, mm-hmm. and uh, but I think ultimately we'll come out with the victory uh, because of the tight ends. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Listen, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to slide off. I got callers. You have yourself yep. a good one, my friend. All right. All right, bro. Thank- Listen, Chris calling in with some takes. He said he's taking the Jets as well, 24-31. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, please, when you call in, make sure you have a good phone, okay? Please do not call me on a Sesame Street phone. I need to be able to hear you, okay? So please, no speakers, no crazy, you know, uh, Home Depot, uh, <laughs> trash can headsets, all right? I need to be able to hear you. Please don't have yourself on speakerphone and echo and go crazy, all right? Please call me from a good line, okay? So I need to be able to hear you there. Also, the only thing I do not allow on my show is cursing. Do not curse. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got the band. Two minutes left, baby, and we were able to come back. You know what I'm saying? We got you out of here fast. Give us that W, all right? Again, no matter where you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell. Please share the stream with your friends and your family as well. Also, love connecting with people that way. If you like to give to the stream, the Super Chat's there. The Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Next, I'm going to CT. Steve will come to you next. CT salutes. 
I want to thank you for calling in, CD. All right. Up, Listen, we are ta- – salutes, man. We are talking Browns, Jets, all right? Jets come back, get a big win against the Browns, man. Give me your thoughts about Garrett Wilson and the way he looked in this football game, man. I mean, the kid's explosive, and he's showing us yeah, he's got real ability. How would you feel about it, man? Honestly, I thought I thought he looked fantastic. It was something where – um, like everybody's saying, a star was made. So uh, when it comes to Garrett, honestly, when it came to the draft and when, they, when we picked him, I was looking for that edge, you know. I was, like, worried about that edge, but obviously later on we ended up getting uh, Jermaine Johnson. So um, we ended up getting them both. So it's just um, I just got to give a lot of credit to the staff for getting the needs of this team. A lot, a lot of people said they wanted Tyree Kill um, earlier on, you know, in free agency, but it's honestly turning out a lot better the long run for this team because mm-hmm. of, you know, all the cap space we're going to have moving forward and, and you know, cultivating this young talent. Yeah, it's going to take some time, and we're not going to be Super Bowl contenders right away. But right now we can see the makings of something very special happening with the Jets. So shout mm-hmm. out to Gary Wilson. Him and Elijah Moore are going to be deadly for years to come. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, when I was watching this game, man, we had – two minutes left, and I watched Joe Flacco find Corey Davis. I was just beside myself for that yeah. 66-yard touchdown. I couldn't believe it, man. What was your reaction watching that live, bro? It was un- unreal, man, unreal. Like people were saying, this doesn't happen to our team. And this happens again. Like, you know, it happens, you know, we're the other way where, you know, we lose a game like that. Um, but it was yeah. fantastic. I mean, we have so many weapons right now. And, um, like, and I want to give a big shout-out to Mike LaFleur. A lot of people like to rag on him. But I think he's really, really, really underrated as as a as an offensive coordinator and how he schemes the guys open. I was looking at the all twenty two some of the clips and I'm like, even Tyler Conklin was open on some some you know, Joe Fago didn't hit him, you know, for a touchdown, but he was open on some some of these schemes. Um, Garrett Wilson was open and for a third touchdown that, you know, um Flacco kinda of like overthrew him. But there's moments, you know, and there's things there in the scheme that if we get the right guy there as a quarterback and we have a pocket they can make the damage can happen, and it's not, you know. Obviously, guys, they get more chemistry, and I honestly believe that Zach would have won that game too. I think that Zach would have probably won the Baltimore game too. In my opinion, I'm a big Zach guy. I think that Zach, when he comes back, is going to be better than Flacco. I know Jets fans mm-hmm. are very fickle. They like to jump from like Chris Traveler to Joe Flacco to Mike White. They don't. They, they just want to win, it. you know. Talk <laughs> yeah. about it. But I mean, we got Talk a we got a franchise quarterback, man, guys. You gotta relax, you know. Everybody wants to shout like Mike White after that Baltimore game, and Mike White is looking at us side side eyes because we wanted him off the team because for Chris Traveler. So like, just chill out. Uh-huh. Let's keep it real, yeah. you know. But um, yeah. I do believe we're, we're making some big strides as this team, so I'm I'm excited, man. It's just a great time to be a Jeff fan, and I do believe we can beat the Bengals as well. Yeah, yo, I'll, I'll pay attention, everyone. CT has put the Jets fan base on blast. He just called y'all. <laughs> Floppers. I didn't say that. CT did. All right. If you go back That's and rewind the audio, man. he oh, and he doubled down on Yo, it. Yo, it's Joe It's all, it's Uh-oh. all like fickle fans. It's because they're so desperate for a win. They don't care who does it, and I get it. But like, we have a franchise quarterback, and Zach just gives the guy his time. He's our starter, um, and everybody's just you know picking up. We can't just you know throw anybody out there, you know. And obviously, Joe Flacco came in, you know, and did his job. So, shout out to him, too. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, mm-hmm. talk down. His performance, performance was great, you know. So, he did what he's supposed mm-hmm. to do as a veteran. 
coming in and locking that down and to make that drive in the fourth quarter, you know, it's epic, you know. So I was, you know, it was besides me. Like I was extremely excited and I'm still riding a high from that game. But um, I'm yeah. telling you guys, like we have the pieces and when Zach comes back, I think he's going to be even better. You know, last year when he got injured, he came back even better. So this year, he, you know, if you look at you know, history shows, he comes better back from an injury. So maybe he's even better yeah. than he was last year when he came back. So we'll see how it goes down. Yeah. I mean, listen, Jetson, I'm telling you, there's no a fire. Lord Jesus, there's a fire. There's a fire. I didn't start it. <laughs> he, had to, he said what he had to say. I'm just telling you that that's what, you it's know, it's true. what like, he had to say. If you look at all the chat okay. and all of that, when Chris Trevor goes crazy, people are on his – you know, on him, and then when, when Joe Flacco goes great, they're on him, and then they're like, oh, wait, when Flacco's bad, oh, bring back Mike White in. It's been crazy the past couple of weeks of the difference. They don't know what they want, who they want to play. It's I, just nuts. <laughs> I did not say that, y'all. It was CT. I just want to reiterate that. All right, so moving forward, because CT is, you know, he's he's singeing, y'all. He's, bringing, he's trying to scorch you, all right? I want to talk about this Bengals game with you, because we got some guys coming up that, man, this this team is really, really good. And our defense didn't necessarily play well against the Browns. So I'm looking at this Bengals game, and I want to ask you, CT, do you think that our pass rush will be more effective against this Bengals football team? Because we only got one sack against the Browns. Are you expecting <laughs> yeah. multiple sacks? There's some people saying some people saying over four sacks. Are you expecting okay. over four sacks against the Bengals <laughs> from this Jets pass rush? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I do think we'll have more than one. I'll say that because I do think – I mean, I know that they're going to get – the offensive line to work a little bit better because of the last couple of weeks. But Joe Burrow, I think he's been sacked like 13 times in the first two games. It's crazy. But if they can eat, mm-hmm. we should definitely be able to eat too. So we got to get at least more than more than one or two sacks. Um, and um, but the key to me, like on the defensive line, is the defensive line to the game is defensive line for sure. But those safeties, man, like our safeties, Ooh, we need to play Lord. a clean clean game. If they don't play a clean game, we have a they, we can lose this game if the safeties don't play well. And, and that's my concern. It's LaMarcus Joyner. They, over the, it's LaMarcus Joyner. LaMarcus Joyner, so absolutely, yeah. I have no clue. You know, it seems you know. like the the miscommunications between him and Sauce is costing us big. I think they gave up a TD that way where I think Sauce thought he was coming over to help out in coverage, so he let a guy go, and the guy just took off. But we saw those issues as well. We saw that throughout the preseason. We also saw it in the first game against the Ravens, too. So I'm wondering, You're right. You're right. you know, what's going on with, what's going um, on with LaMarcus Joyner? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep, keep giving me your point. But no, that's, no, that's no, no. You're, no, you're right. LaMarcus Joyner needs to step up, man. Like, it's a thing where um, we got Jamar Chase coming to the, to the, into our house. Yep. you got to be ready. Yep. You know, you can't let him get over the top because he will eat you alive. And I do believe yep. this will be a higher scoring game with this team. Um, but I do believe that they're a good matchup for the Jets. I do think that their defense mm-hmm. is not as good as people make it out to be. And if, you know, like Cooper Cup was eating them alive in the Super Bowl, I think we can do the same with Garrett Wilson, you know, and our tight ends mm. can get some get some love too this week, hopefully. But, um, um, yeah, but the key to the to the winning this game is the defense. They've got to step up this time. If you've got a weaker, weaker offensive line you're, you're facing, go out there, like, listen, we're going to dominate, you know, and like you got all these pass rushers for a reason, right? You want to do a rotation? Well, all right, let's get these guys fresh in. Let's get Bryce Huffman. Let's get Jermaine Johnson. Let's get Michael Clemens in and see what they can do. Like get them, get them some reps in there, and see if they they can make this, make something happen, make something shake. Um, but yeah. um, I'm worried about the secondary more than more than anything. And you know, obviously Sauce is a rookie, so he's gonna have his rookie mistakes. He had one on Baltimore, but really the veterans and 
Lamarcus Joyner, and even um, Whitehead got caught out there a little bit on yes um, on the in the game. So so you know things are going to happen, but I I think they got to wise up because they will be the ones to lose the game if they don't sharpen up. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I hear you now. Offensively against the Bengals, do you think that our running game will be able to be effective? Because the Bengals got a tough front as well. They got Trey Hendrickson. They got some guys that can really handle business up front. Do you think that our our, our, uh, our offensive line will be able to open up holes to get our running game going effectively against them? I do, I do, uh, and I believe that. I mean, I would like personally to get more attempts for these guys because I think that the first couple of games has been a lot of passing. Um, not that it's been mm-hmm. I mean, the first game, I thought they should have ran a ton more than they did. The second game, obviously, we pulled off the victory, so I'm not going to complain about that. But overall, I, we got to get up to get the run game going, I guess. So um, I hope we score some points and uh, get that guy, Brees Hall, some love, like and Michael Carter. Like, they both were, did work, you know, and I know Michael Carter had that big run pulled back for that whack call they did on Gertzland that was not a, you know, holding call. But Man. they both came, yeah, that, they both – can make space and move. So I wanted to see the running game established early. And I want to see some better referees as well. You you started to kind of talk about <laughs> that sure. a little bit. The Browns, those drafts with the Browns were awful. We got such bad calls, like you said, from that call, that, that run that, that Brees got called back. The the catch from uh, Conklin that they ruled not Conklin, a catch. Conklin, oh, my God. The catch. Man, come yeah, on, we're facing man. The, we're facing no, the Browns and the refs. Crazy. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, boo the refs. <laughs> They were wilding. They were they awful. Were wild, so before sure. I let you go, CT, because you've been bringing some heat, man, give me your final score prediction for the New York Jets upcoming game against the Bengals, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Yeah, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. So I'm, I'm going a little high, not like super high, but I think the Jets can get 30 points. And I think that, you know, the Bengals – should be able to get 24 points. So I'm going to go with the Jets, 34. I mean, 30 to 24. Okay. 30 to 24 Jets. All right. I respect that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll shout out to Pumps and Graded Man. Oh, oh, finally. Doing something. <laughs> we ain't getting no yeah, 20 know, right? punts this morning. All right. I guess you can, you can keep his job for now. You better keep it together. Because <laughs> if he doesn't, you know. Things you end up yeah, I know. So listen, CT, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's good to hear from you, my friend. Next time I have yeah, a show, man, I want to hear from you. I'll try. All right. I'll try. You have you yourself a good, a good one. Night. Peace. All right. You have a good one. Listen, CT calling in, man. CT calling in. It's been good to hear from him. He has some takes. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Okay, 515-602-9639. All right. Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed as well. Hit that notification bell, too, so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And share the stream across your your social media, friends, family, all that stuff. You know, love connecting with people that way. All right? Also, if you want to give to the stream, Super Chat's there. Cash App is at the bottom of the stream. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated, okay? So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. 6029 is number. Call in. Next, we're going to Steve. We're going to Steve. Steve knows his stuff. He's a very knowledgeable Jets fan. Salute, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, Jets beat the Browns. Big comeback win. Give me your thoughts 
about the way that Garrett Wilson looked in his football game, man. Hey, Joe. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. Let me just tell you something, Joe. I'm still completely shocked. I'm shocked. I'm happy. And the Browns are the Browns, okay? The Cleveland yep. Browns are <laughs> the Browns. They, 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 they choked that game away. They had that disgusting, hideous elf on the middle of their field. The elf brought the mm-hmm. bad luck towards the end of that game. Let, let me tell you something. I, I'm going to get into Garrett Wilson in just a second, okay? Because there are some things I want to talk about first. First, the negatives about the game. I'm going to start off with the ref. The referees in this game were horrific in this game. The referees were terrible in this game. They were literally going against all bad calls throughout this game. The beginning of the first drive of the first quarter, when Coughlin clearly had the ball in his hands, dragging his toes out of before getting out of bounds. That is a catch. I don't know how these referees rule that and, and rule, rule that that was an incomplete pass. And the the other play that that got my mind that that really really drove my mind crazy and Salah even screamed at the referee for this call. That horrible holding call on George Fant in the beginning of the fourth quarter. That that call was horrific. Whoever what the referees were in this game, those referees should be fired. Okay, those referees should be fired. That was one thing. The other bad thing about this game are defense. The defense honestly did not play well. They only got to Jacoby Brissett once. Jacoby Brissett had a very very good game, and they let Nick Chubb unfortunately run over all of us, run over the whole entire defense. Nick Chubb had a great mm. game, and listen. Nick Chubb is a great running back. I give Nick Chubb credit. Together, they got to get themselves clean. But offense, Garrett Wilson is a beast. I don't care what anyone yeah. else says. Garrett Wilson yeah. is an absolute beast. And Joe Flacco played a very good game. Like, my, I give Mike LaFleur credit for what he did. Like, the major positives about the game was how Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson were able to get their hands on the ball. Like, they were able to feature the young players. Yes, they also featured Corey Davis at times. Corey Davis went the 66-yard bomb, which I have no idea how Denzel Ward decided to just let him go towards the end of that game. But the, the, the players of that game, of course, was Garrett Wilson and Joe Flacco had a great game. Now, Joe, before I let you talk again, now I know this is what some Jet fans are saying, that we should continue to ride with Joe Flacco throughout the season. Let me tell you, when Zach Wilson comes back and when he is healthy, I don't even care if Joe Flacco is playing great. This is Zach's team, okay? I understand some Jet fans are now saying that we should just ride with Flacco for the season, but let me tell you, when Zach comes back, this is his team. Joe? Listen, uh, listen, you bring us some heat, Steve. You bring us some heat. I'm not going to lie to you. Give him a hand, studio audience. Give him a hand. Not too much, not too much now. I don't pay y'all for extra claps, you know what I mean? Steve, let me talk on my own show. <laughs> Salute, though, Steve. Listen, you brought some heat to the table, and I respect that. I respect that, all right? Look, let me tell you something. The way that the Jets look, they look phenomenal, all right? We were able to get that comeback. To me, it was the fighting spirit. It was the resiliency that was huge as well, right? This coaching staff continued to push, continued to grind. 
even when a lot of people kind of were hanging their heads, especially when we were down 30 to 17, you hear it in a post game, there was coaches saying, listen, the door is still open. Let's continue to push and keep moving. Um, I also like Mike LaFleur's offensive game plan. We talked about, hey, utilize Garrett Wilson. Get this guy to football in his hands. This kid's explosive, and he made a concerted effort to do that in this game, and they fed him, and, boy, did it pay big dividends for the New York Jets. We oh, saw it him did. Really put together out there. He absolutely did. Hold on, Steve. Let me, let me get mine in. I'll let you go ahead and spit your fire. You know what I'm saying? Brees mm-hmm. Hall as well played well, too, for us. We saw him get some quality runs. Big drives were really aided by his running, his running ability as well. We also saw him catch a touchdown, too. There was a lot of good things, and like I said as well, we talk about the coaching and stuff. The young weapons stepping up and being able to uh, be utilized effectively was huge because that bodes well for our future, right? We talk about this constantly. Now, I will agree with you. I've heard people, you know, and again, there's people that have come on and talked about, hey, now that, you know, it's around the time for, for Zach to come back, there's a lot of people thinking about sitting him if Flacco wins this upcoming game. And I keep telling people, I respect everybody. I hear what you, you know, I understand your take. But if Zach Wilson is fully healthy, which he should be, right, week four coming up, if he's fully healthy, you put him out there because you need to know what he is. And if he's who we believe he is, then you don't sit that on the bench. You go out there no. and you put that kid out there and you allow him to figure things out. We also allow us to figure out who he is as well. Right, We need to know mm-hmm. every single thing about Zach Wilson. And, again, there's a lot of Jets fans that told me he was going to be a top-ten quarterback. I don't know one top-ten quarterback in the league that you would sit behind Joe Flacco if they were fully healthy. I mean, do you know one, Steve? Hmm. You know, you know, like if I had to pick a quarterback, uh, you know who i say as of right now? Josh Allen. If Josh Allen to was To sit ever behind Joe on- Flacco if he was healthy? No, no, I would, I would, I would, oh, uh, I got to be honest, Joe, I, I, I mean, if you were thinking about any other quarterback in the NFL, like, let's say, say, if, if that person, if, let's say, if Josh Allen was a top 10 quarterback, which he is right now, and if he's sitting, and if, let's say, he was on our team, and if he was sitting right behind Joe Flacco right now, now then, no, I, I, I would, I would put him right back in the game, game if he's fully healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, any top 10 quarterback in this league, because, again, because that's what Judge fans told me, there's not one top 10 quarterback that you would sit behind Joe Flacco if they were fully healthy. So you put him out there, and that's what, Zach, that's what we need to see out of Zach Wilson. Now, continuing forward, what are your thoughts about some of the things, some of the issues that we're seeing at safety with the New York Jets, right? Some of the issues we have there in coverage, especially LaMarcus Joyner. What are your thoughts about that, man, some of the bad play we're seeing? Yeah. Oh, no, listen, I understand LaMarcus Joyner is coming back from a season-ending injury last year, and he has been playing rusty at times, but he's got to get his, he's got to get his groove back together. If he doesn't get his thing back together, he's going to get benched or could be, up for, could be up for the trade market. You know, the thing is he's got to play better because we do have still some tough upcoming opponents, though, coming up down the road. You know, he's got mm-hmm. to get his act together. But, but you know something, Joe? Let me. I just want to just now go towards the ending of the game. When after Corey Davis scored the 66-yard touchdown, I'm like, okay, you know, we did get a touchdown back, but I still feel that this game is over. You know, we're, we got to try the outside kick. And then all of a sudden, 
what Braden Mann did in the game, and Braden Mann literally saved his job that day. He literally saved his job on Sunday. And what mm-hmm. he did to give us the ball back, and Justin Hardy makes the play, I was like, oh, my God, this isn't happening. We have a chance. We literally have a chance. And then when we took the ball down the field and Flacco throws the winning 15-yard touchdown pass to uh, Garrett Wilson, I-, I was I was screaming for joy. I was happy. I was jumping up and down. I thought I was going to knock yeah. something down in my house when that thing happened, but luckily I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, but then what happens is Cleveland still has a chance to win the game. And mm-hmm. – but then, you know, Brissett had that one play. And even though Jacoby Brissett had a great game, the last pass yeah. he threw was an unacceptable pass, the last one he threw. And when Ashton Davis, out of all people, iced the game for us, when Ashton Davis did it, it was like it was like a side of joy. It was like a relief. Because, yeah. Joe, this is the first time we have won a game in the month of September since 2018. We finally broke the September curse in that game because September had not been it for us, Jet fans. It hasn't. So, you know, big side of relief. I'm happy. Now we got to move on to this game against Cincinnati. You know, we're facing Yeah, yeah. and hold on, hold on a second, Steve. Hold on a second, Steve. Like you were talking about, you know, now we, we – now, okay, we're coming off a big win against the Browns. Now we got to turn and play this football team against the Cincinnati and the Cincinnati Bengals, and this is a very good team, very good football team, right? And I, I know people are saying they're zero and two, and listen, this team has a lot of talent. This is early in the season, Steve. How important is it, right, for this coaching staff to get these young guys get their head on straight? You're coming off of a big win. How important is it to not let them kind of sit and soak in that big win and the great vibe? and get them ready and prepared to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Because this Bengals team does not care about this great comeback victory at all. They're ready to go. They're ready to try to get themselves a W this week. How important is it for the coaching staff to get this young team prepared and ready for the Bengals? Yeah, no, let me tell you something. It's very important that Salah has to get the team back together. The one thing I did like what he said yesterday in his press conference yesterday after the game even though they enjoyed their victory Monday yesterday and so did all we Jets fans did, it's time to move on to Cincinnati. And that is something that I like what Salah said. We got to move on now. Yeah. Now, as, mm-hmm. now going into the game against Cincinnati, facing Cincinnati's offense, you know, listen, the biggest weakness about their offense is their offensive line. First two mm-hmm. games, Joe Burrow has gotten sacked at least thir- in total 13 times. And mm-hmm. and that's to be the one thing that the Jet defense has to do is put the pressure on Burrow and and get after him. Now Burrow, however, though has a lot of weapons. Joe Mixon and Pirine at running back, the one of the best receivers in the game, and Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, Hayden Hurst's tight end is really really good. That I mean Joe yep. Burrow's got weapons, man. He's got weapons. Defensively, they got Trey Hendrickson on the on the side on the defensive end, who's an excellent pass rush. Jesse Bates is the secondary. Jesse Bates is the secondary, who's one of the best safeties in the game today. He's an excellent player as well. Cincinnati is it's going to be a tough game, but you know, 
And, but here is the one thing I, I think, Joe, that you've got to listen to. We're playing Cincinnati at home. The Meadowland yeah. Grounds Cincinnati Bengals has been a house of horrors for them. For some reason, they just can never win on the Meadowland Grounds, wherever they play us, wherever they play the Giants. The Meadowlands have been a house of horrors for them for them in the past. But this is a good Bengals well, team. I, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the last time uh, we were at the, at the Meadowlands, and we were, last time we were at MetLife, it was a house of horrors for us as well against the Ravens. <laughs> Our offense looked terrible, okay? It looked absolutely I, oh, terrible. We so Hopefully we, this yeah, offense we, we, will get their group. Yeah, we – yeah, we've got to clean some things up as well. But this again is a good football game, a good football team. And like you said as well, they have weapons. They have some good players defensively as well. Trey Hendrickson being one of the guys that you know is definitely going to give us a challenge up front. He's one of a very good defensive lineman in this league. So before I let you go, Steve, because you broke a lot of things down, man, give me your final prediction for this football game, man. How do you think? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? You know. When I was doing my takes early before the season began, I did predict that the Jets would lose this game. But with this momentum Uh now that we've had, I think we could actually beat this Bengals team. team, And and I'm going to go with a 26-23 win. Okay, 26-23 Jets. I respect that, Steve. Listen, I got to slide thank off you, Steve. Rona. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right. Steve calling in. He had some takes, man. He started off started off with some heat, you know, kind of, you know, had to put some gas back in that car, but he was, he was good to go. I, you know, listen, Steve's a good Jets fan. He knows the stuff. He's knowledgeable. I like talking to him. Salutes again to Steve. Got going. Got himself, you know what I'm saying, back in the gear. Got his transmission going and. Boom, he was ready to go. All right. So now I'm going to give you folks my prediction. Again, salutes to everybody, all the all the savages in the chat, everybody going off in the chat. Listen, man, the savages, are, they get after everybody, man. I'm just going to let you all know that. It don't matter who you are. They're going to let you know about it, okay? So we just had a poll. I'm closing the poll now. I put it in the, uh, in the chat earlier about the uh, final game prediction. Now, the Savages in the chat here says, you know, I asked them, hey, will the Jets beat the Bengals? All right? 84% of the Savages said yes. 84% said yes, and only 15% said no. So the Savages overwhelmingly say yes, we'll be able to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm going to give you guys my – my thoughts on the game in just a second, but before I give you guys my thoughts, we'll get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639. We're going to go to Tommy, Tommy, excuse me, Tommy calling in. I believe this is Tommy from Hermosa Beach. Salute to you, Tommy. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Listen, Tommy, we're coming off of a big win against the Bengals, against the Browns, excuse me. Give me your thoughts, man, on Joe Flacco, 300-yard game for him. How are you feeling about it? Hey, Joe, what's up, man? Listen, I'm, I'm ecstatic. This is probably mm-hmm. one of the best best Jet victories I've ever seen. And mm. um, Joe Flacco, at the end, 
he, he threw a perfectly a perfect ball, like a bullet, right mm-hmm. through right through Garrett Wilson. I mean, it was it yeah. was beautiful. He threw it. He caught it. He caught it at the one yard line. Garrett Wilson ran in, dropped the ball like he was in college. You know, he the, the yeah. showing off with a girl. It was an amazing experience, man. <laughs> it, 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 was. It, was, it was absolutely amazing, Tommy. And we saw, again, the fight and grit from this team is insane. They kept their heads on straight. They kept grinding and did not stop until the final whistle blew. Now, we're looking at this Bengals game upcoming. I want to discuss that with you. How important is it that, you know, of course, it was a great win against the Browns. How important is it now that this young team turns and focuses to the Bengals and doesn't just continue to kind of lay in the good vibes from this Browns win? Well, they got to enjoy this win because this is, this is like hopefully it's one of many um, hot wins. But I'm glad you asked me about this game. You know why, Joe? I'm on the East Coast. I'm on vacation, and I will be attending this game. Um, okay. I got the hot – hey, Joe, I got the hot take. I got the hot take. Okay. Ahmad Sauce Gardner, okay. he's, going, he's going to mm-hmm. shut down Jamar Chase. Shut him down okay. like he did in college. Okay. Just like he did in college. You know, okay. it's gonna be, it's gonna, yeah, we're gonna have a, it's gonna be a great Sunday. I tell you that. How many sacks are you expecting from this New York Jets pass rush against the Bengals? Well, you know what, I'm, I'm a little concerned about that because, I mean, it's gonna be like Michael Clemens. He's too, too, he's too vicious for this for their um, Bengals offensive line. I hope he don't hurt Joe Burrow because he's gonna mm. get him. Twice. I'm, I'm calling Jack Clemens is getting two sacks alone, and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'll top it off at four. I mean I can't see us going over five, but I just hope he don't hurt the guy. You know, like like I told you, Joe. Congratulations. Okay, we had two first round caliber edge rushes in our draft. Okay, mm. Michael Clemens, okay. baby. Okay. <laughs> you 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 talk about it now. My final question for you, Tommy, before I let you go, give me your final score prediction against the Bengals. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, I mean, our defense ha- hasn't been perfect. They've been they allowing allowing too many to allowing the ball to go down the field, and um, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the Bengals are going to score a lot. But the fortunate mm-hmm. thing about it is we're going to score a lot too. And I I think mm-hmm. I think we're gonna go. It's gonna be the high scoring game. I, I say it's going. I see it's going to overtime. I'm gonna oh, say wow. okay. what forty five forty two New York Jets. Wow, forty five forty two Jets. All right. Let's go. Listen, Tommy. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right. You too, pal. Let's go, J E T S. All right. That's what I'm talking about, man. You already know what time it is, bro. Jesus. He said 45-42 Jets. He thinks he's going to OT. All right. Look, I respect it. I respect it. So Tommy calling in with his take. And, again, I put a poll up earlier. 84% of the savages said that they are taking the Jets over the Bengals. All right. 15% said no. Salute and respect, you know, salute and respect. Again, to all the savages in the chat, Leon, William. <laughs> William Jones said we need to boot the 15% that said no out of the chat. <laughs> I respect everybody. 
you know, I love all all Jets fans, all football fans as well that that come in and join the show. Salutes to everybody. Salutes to Method as well. I see you. Method in the chat says we need the defense to play like they did week one, and we need the offense to play like they did week two against the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Finance community as well. Salutes to you in the chat. Another savage. He says the Jets will sweep the Ohio team. Jets will win 28-17. to 17. The defense will force three turnovers in the game, and one will lead to a score. There's a lot of people talking about the Jets' defense turning turnovers into scores, you know. Salutes to Chris as well. Chris says we had a great win, but in reality, we're an intelligent knee away from another double-digit loss. We need Albrick to make better adjustments and attack the line of scrimmage. A lot of people talked about that as well against the Browns. They were saying, hey, we wanted to see more from the defense. I understand a lot of people going, hey, you know, if he would have kneeled, we would have lost. I get it, but that didn't happen, okay? And I'll take a victory any way that it comes. So as we continue to uh, talk about this upcoming game against the Bengals and the Jets, I'm going to give you folks my prediction. Listen, this is a tough football game. It's going to be a tough uh, football team to play against as well. I know a lot of people looking at um, the current state of the Bengals because they are 0-2. They're, you know, just kind of being like dumping on them. But, listen, this is a football team that has lots of talent on it. I'm concerned about their running game in particular. Mixon, that guy's a monster, okay? We need to make sure that we check the running game and keep it under wraps, okay? We kind of we struggled a bit against Cleveland with it. We did do well against the Ravens, but we got to shut that down. And Mixon's also a guy that comes out the backfield and he can catch the football too. That's another concern of mine. If you go back and you watch that Browns game, particularly in their first draft, uh, first uh, drive, they really abused us with screens, right? <laughs> and we saw that last season too. We saw our defense get beat consistently by screens. So we got to look out for that too. This is going to be yet another challenge, I think, for Sauce, DJ Reed as well. You got Jamar Chase. This guy's not a game. He don't play no games at all, okay? <laughs> He's not a joke. You got to be ready for this guy because he is going to bring it, okay? And he's going to play to the wall. A lot of people, when they talk about the Bengals as well, they kind of only mention Jamar Chase. Listen, T. Higgins is a really good wide receiver as well, and so is Tyler Boyd, okay? The Bengals always seem to have, like, a really solid wide receiver core, and they always seem to be able to go pretty deep with their wide receiver core. So, we got to look out for T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd as well. So, of course, guys like Michael Carter, um, like I said, Sauce, DJ Reed, Eccles as well, if he continues to get the time because they actually made uh, Bryce Hall a healthy and active last week. So we'll see how that continues to go forward as well. But, um, yeah, our secondary is definitely going to be tested. So those confusions in the secondary, particularly with LaMarcus Joyner, those have got to be cleaned up got to be cleaned up. Our safety players got to be better. Also, Hayden Hurst as well as a fairly solid tight end in this league. We've got to watch out for him too. And I think our defensive line, our pass rush has got to get after it this week. This Bengals offensive line has struggled, you know, and struggling so far. I think we talked about it constantly. Joe Burrow has been sacked 13 times in the last two weeks. We need to put the hits on this guy, all right? We need to bang him around, make him uncomfortable. Now, offensively, we've got to – We've got to start faster. We've really got to start with more heat than we have uh, these past two games. Now, again, our offense was really able to get some momentum flowing, especially after that fake punt. Some things started going for us, but we've got to start off pretty hot. Um, again, they got some guys up front from Sam Hubbard, Trey Henderson, DJ Reader, BJ Hill. These are guys that really are solid defensive linemen in this league, especially 
especially Trey Henderson. This guy that can get after it, guy that can rush the passer. So our offensive line is going to be tested as well. Um, I want to continue to see what's going what's going forward with Max Mitchell. This is a guy that has been very impressive so far, especially as a young guy, a rookie playing. He's been he's looked pretty good. I want to see you know continue to see consistency from our left side as well, Tomlinson and Fant. So uh, you know probably protect Joe Flacco again. We know he's a statue. He's not gonna you know really be able to take off and get outside the pocket and run away from guys like he's a a running quarterback, but we have to protect him properly. Also want to see, you know, what's going forward with, with Garrett Wilson as well. Are we going to continue to utilize him within our game plan like we had against the Browns? I want to see this guy get the ball in his hands early and often, as well as Elijah Moore, who's looked really good too. He made some plays against the Browns. I think he's going to be able to have some some real uh, opportunities against this Bengals secondary as well. Um, Eli Apple being one of their corners. Uh, Chidobe Awuzie as well. We got to watch out for those guys, but we got some playmakers offensively. So I want to see Michael Floor can just continue <coughs> to utilize our young weapons effectively. I also want to see our running game be a big part of this. I think uh, Michael Carter, Brees Hall, they'll have some opportunities here uh, to really make some plays, especially Carter coming out of the backfield. I think will be big. Uh, he's a guy that really is a matchup nightmare, especially in space. So getting him out there, quick check downs. I'm telling you, Michael Carter is a monster. And we saw Brees Hall play really well against the Browns as well, uh, running the football and coming out the backfield, handling his business. So with all that said, I think the Jets will win this football game. I am taking the Jets to beat the Bengals 21 to 24. 21 to 24, I'm taking the Jets. Man. Hey! 21-24, I'm taking the Jets right now. So, Listen, folks, now we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Woo! This was quite a show, all right? We had callers, we had takes, we had it all. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone, go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. You want to go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well. At the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. My personal page is at YoungJ000. Again, at YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. All right? At all times. I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on. All right? I'm just telling y'all, like, <laughs> If you look at what that young guy's doing in this league, you, you, just the way he's grading out weekly in protection and all this stuff, he's phenomenal. He's one of the best guards in the league. And I'm not just saying that to say it. Like, the analysts are saying it. Anybody that watches him, he's phenomenal. I'm just saying, if you want some good product, okay, just go to USC, all right, and that'll figure itself out. It will figure itself out, okay? One good product. You go to USC, you get yourself a Trojan, everything will be fine, all right? Fight on. But I'll be there, you know, trolling if you want to troll, and I'll have that jersey on. I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? Go on YouTube, search Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks can be in the know. If you want to troll me over there, all right, go ahead and get in the comments, and I'll troll you right back. We can go back and forth. I don't have no issue trolling. All right? We can go back and forth on there as well. 
And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, all right, you will eventually. When you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you, folks, for taking the times out of your day to watch the show. Thank you, folks, for taking the times out of your day to call into the show. And thank you, folks, for taking the times out of your day to listen to the show. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for doing all that you do and for interacting with me and my show. I want to thank you, folks. So you folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 